Everybody, welcome back to the Retail Ready Podcast, and we have another fantastic guest lined up for you today. In today's episode, I'm joined by Vicky, who is the founder of Jamae's Fine Foods. Vicky started her business off as a side hustle while teaching yoga full-time. She saw an opportunity and just went full steam for it after it started making more money than a full-time job. It wasn't all sunshine and rainbows. It was a few hurdles hit her along the way and a failed product attempt. But with Vicky's inspiration, energy and passion, she has now created a range of nutritional lattes. They not only taste amazing, look amazing, but they also have some great health benefits. Vicky is just full of energy and I love recording this episode. I'd love to get Vicky back on the show because she's doing some great stuff and she has some future products on the horizon. Please let me know what you think of this episode. As always, please leave a review on iTunes and enjoy episode number 24. Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for product development, food trends, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Vicky, thank you very much for uh, being a guest on the Retail Ready podcast. Um, hopefully you can hear me very clearly and uh, thank you for, for giving up your time. How are you? You're welcome. I'm very well, Ben. Thank you. How about yourself? I am well. I am well. And uh, we were just chatting offline then um, that you, you you passed out last week. So uh, hopefully you, you're recovered <laughs> and uh we're, we're going to be talking about your journey. So hopefully um, yeah. it sounds like a good journey, which doesn't uh, entail any uh, health concerns. So it's good. <laughs> it's, good it's good to have you um, fight your fit. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm known to push myself. So, um, yeah, I guess that was just, um, yeah, months of pushing hard and, um, yeah, not really listening to my body fully. So, um, but I'm good now. So I'm good. Fantastic. Well, for the people who are listening to this podcast and you've again like all the guests that seem to be on this show seem to be having great stories and yours is no different and uh so i'm just going to let you have the floor and uh the microphone and uh can you just tell everyone who who vicky is and who is this amazing brand that you've created so jamae's um so we started in 2002 when the year my son was born so the word jamae actually is a japanese name my grandmother was japanese so i'm quarter japanese and the word jamae means spreading the light and oh, wow. um yeah so that was kind of fitting for our son's name and kind of still fitting for the business considering the the ethos of the business is really to spread the light and teach people they can eat well and you know the food can taste good and just um yeah a, a big piece around education because the way we started was um I taught yoga for 15 years and my oh, husband and wow. I yeah run a, a clinic in Essendon called the Lotus Healing Center which is multidisciplinary yoga massage Chinese medicine is the bulk of the services but um so back then I was teaching a lot of yoga Martin was a Chinese doctor which he still is um, and we had a lot of patients coming into the clinic who had like gut issues or they really didn't know how to to eat properly. They'd eat, you know, they overcook their vegetables or not eat very many vegetables. So Martin um, suggested for them to kickstart, you know, their, I guess, they incre- increase their digestive acids by having some like apple cider vinegar or um, balsamic vinegar. And a lot of the patients didn't like vinegar. So he created a reduction. So that's actually how we started. We 
were the first to market a sweet balsamic reduction back in 2002. And it's something that um, not many people know this because it's kind of, I think it was the nutritional lattes that really put us on the map. But we've been around for a long time and it was started off as a hobby business, which, so he created this range of, we did one off um, a sweet balsamic reduction. And then we basically started giving it out to family and friends and his customers. And everyone's like, well, this is amazing. You've got to start selling it. So we barcoded it, hit the markets. And then it kind of took off like a wildfire because it was the first of its kind at that time. And um, so we uh, rapidly, like we had, we took on an agent straight away and we got into about 150 stores overnight and then kind of just managed the two businesses. And then um, I raised two kids and then the business just kept growing. And then one year it just felt like I was so stretched, you know, like teaching 15 yoga classes a week and doing the side hustle. And it was just like boxes wow. of vinegar at the front door ready to dispatch. I was like, well, this, this is taking over our lives. Like, So I spoke <laughs> to the accountant and said, what, what's going on here? Because it feels like this is really ramped up. And he looked at the books and said, look, it's actually making the same as what your other business is making. And I kind of thought, okay, well, if we're not putting much energy into this business, imagine if I had shift some, shifted some of my energy into it, what more it could, you know, what its potential is. Oh, wow. So I made that decision to um, shift away from yoga and mm-hmm. – focus more on Jamais Fine Foods. And so that's what I did. So then we launched an organic one um, in 2014, I think it was. And then in 2017, I launched the Nutritional Lattes, which is what most people know us for. So that's the backstory. Yeah. I, 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 personally I didn't know that backstory either so that, that's uh so you, you've you've learned along yeah. the way kind of thing and uh evolved yeah. and uh expanded yeah. that's cool absolutely well we never really intended I, I mean my we've still got our other business but I stopped teaching yoga about two and a half years ago now mm-hmm. um and yeah I mean really the, the the learnings that we had when we just had the vinegar it was kind of always just a bit of a side hustle which yeah. we took it we took it seriously but it wasn't like we wanted to take over the world with it so um, the minute I shifted my focus away from yoga and more on Jamais Fine Foods, it was it just changed everything because it opened us. You know, we got more. We focused more on okay, what's this business doing? How can we grow it? Um, what do we need to do next? Kind of thing. So, yeah, I guess all the learnings that we had in those years, um, yeah. yeah, served us well for when we launched the nutritional lattes. Oh, cool. So, and yeah. your nutritional lattes, like what what made you go into them firstly? Like why? Because yeah. that's, that's a pretty big jump and a pretty, uh, a, yeah, two different categories. Different categories completely. Yeah. So we always wanted to be in the health food space. So just by default, we landed in the more gourmet section because um, of the balsamic vinegar at that time. And we always wanted to move across for, to health because that's what we live and breathe. So um, launching the organic one in 2014 kind of pushed us a little bit more into the health food space. Um, and at that time, we were already exporting to um, New Zealand and a little bit to um, Hong Kong as well and supplying most of Australia. But with the nutritional latte, so I actually tore a ligament off my bone teaching yoga. Um, okay. Yeah, but it, it's not yoga. It was the way I, I wasn't positioned correctly. So I was teaching intermediate class. And if anyone knows yoga, I was doing Upavista Konasana, which is like a wide leg. Oh, yeah. I've done, a, I've done a few of those moves in my time. Yeah. <laughs> and I came, I came across into a twist and I felt a pop and it was basically my ligamentaries, which is the ligament that attaches the head of the femur, which is the head of the thigh bone, up into the acetabulum, which is the hip. And it basically tore. And so I had to, um, yeah, so I had to have it removed, surgically removed. So um, long story short, I went on this anti-inflammatory diet and I was already really conscious of what I was eating but you know when I ramped it up even more went on anti-inflammatory diet had included turmeric every day into my regime and 
MSM along with a heap of other different things. But with the turmeric, I mean, I knew it's the value of the anti-inflammatory properties was so intense with the curcumin being the active ingredient. And so I would have it in there everything. And okay. one day I made a concoction, you know, maca powder and all these superfoods and then made like a hot beverage with it, which was jam-packed with about eight other superfoods and gave it to the kids and gave it to my husband and like, yeah, this is amazing. Gave it to my business development manager at the time. She's like, okay, we've got a new product here. Let's go for it. So we called it Nourish and it was going to be Nourish Superfood Drink. This was before turmeric lattes were even heard of. Wow. Um, we took it to we took it to a, a lab and we did shelf life testing on it because we had the so we'd done the artwork for it. We we're ready to launch this Nourish product, mm. um, and then the shelf life testing came back and it had more bacteria than raw chicken after two weeks. <laughs> So, just what you want. <laughs> exactly what we wanted. And because we we're going to market it to children as well, we the, the manufacturer's like, no, we're not touching this. I'm like, okay, we're not touching this either because if anyone hasn't met these bacteria before, even though they're from raw foods, a lot of yeah. them from Peru, um, if your gut hasn't met those before, you're not going to feel too good having, you know, once you've consumed it. So uh, we had to drop that idea. It's like, okay, oh. loss of time, loss of money, loss of energy. But, but from that, it was actually a blessing in the end because – um, you know, once we kind of got over that initial loss, it kind of by then turmeric latte had just, um, I think, you know, people were, they were kind of gaining a little bit of momentum and then mm-hmm. it penny dropped for me and I was like, you know what, all these superfoods that we've got in this one beverage, we're going to just release in, and just split it up and create a range. And so we went on to create um, the all the flavours. So we've got seven flavours in our range, obviously the turmeric, obviously the yep. most popular We've got matcha, we've got beetroot, we've got minty cacao, spicy ginger, um, we've got cacao, and we've got matcha and cacao. So seven flavours. And it worked out better in the end because we've got a full range and they're a lot easier for people to understand the application of them being nutritional lattes rather than a superfood drink called Nourish. So it actually worked in our favour. Wow. And they do look great like I was on your website when we were speaking a few months yeah. ago and yeah, they really yeah. stand out and it's so it's just beautiful beautiful packaging and beautiful colors and Thank so you. when you did all the packaging you've got you've got mm-hmm. the recipes did you go yeah. to the same and, kind of retailers that you went with um the vinegars or did you did you kind of go down a different pathway yeah, so basically what we did was I spent a lot of time, we researched exactly who the target audience would be. So so what we did when we decided we were going to do, because I, I don't drink coffee, I haven't drank coffee for 21 years, um, and what I did was we basically wanted to see and to, to be sure that there was actually a gap in, in the market in the existing yes. offering. And we, I noted, you know, I didn't drink coffee, so I was drinking herbal teas all the time. And yeah. um, and I was like, so what else is there to drink? So these lattes, we wanted to ensure that I wasn't just the only one not drinking coffee. And so we looked at the statistics and coffee consumption had gone down from like 10.5 cups per person per week to 9.2. So okay. essentially most people were giving up one coffee a week. So we realised that there was definitely um, a market for them. But also if you look at that hot beverage category it's only like hot chocolates which are sugar laden yeah. you know, your teas your chais your coffees your you know pretty much all sugar laden or caffeine based drinks um so there was nothing really in that space so i think our timing was really great and um and we we spent a lot of time making sure that they were not polarizing in taste because i'm a bit of a purist when it comes to ingredients so um i worked closely with our food technician but also with um, a heap of melbourne baristas cool. to get the flavor profiles right because I wanted to make sure they were you know like I said not polarizing we wanted to capture the bulk of the population with the the flavors 
um, but still hit that mark with the, the health and the nutritional value. So, um, yeah, I was dead against sugar. I didn't want to have sugar in them. So I was working with a business consultant at the time, David Burns, and he was like, well, they've got to taste good. If you want people to buy them, they need to taste good. And um, I didn't want to put any sugar. So the first round that we did had zero sugar, none yep. at all. It was up to the consumer to kind of put, add their own. And then we did a, a test with a focus group of about 100 students at one of the hospitality colleges in Melbourne and got the feedback. Feedback and um, the feedback was that most people liked sweet. They liked sweet, so yeah. we went. You know, we went down the coconut sugar path, and it was like it was going to have to be the first ingredient listed on the back of pack, and that's not what yeah. I wanted. And so I, I had been a user of stevia, but you know, I know there was a lot of um, people were a mixed. You know, about if they're not educated about what stevia is, they kind of turn their nose up at it because they're yeah. really not sure what it is. And a lot of people were under the impression it was um, artificial sweetener. So. Um, anyway, long story short, I was happy to use stevia. We we did a batch with the stevia in them all, and the, the flavour worked beautifully. And it's we've got such a small amount that it's just enough to lift the the flavour profile and add a bit of sweetness without tasting the stevia. So we managed to nail that, and we use green leaf stevia, Fantastic. which is a pure herbal plant um, ground down. It's the green leaf, so it's the leaf. It's not synthesised in any way. Yeah. It's pure. It's natural. It doesn't impact blood sugar levels. So I was happy with that. It was a big tick from me considering, you know, diabetics can have it, breastfeeding mums can have it, people, yeah. you know, who are watching their weight, low calories, all of that. So, yeah, so we went down that path and um, I can't remember what your question was now. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm, I'm, mesmer I'm mesmerised by your journey. This is this is fantastic. But it, yeah, it, so just to touch in on that, Stevie, because it's a great point and every podcast I, I, I release, there's always people sending in questions and I yes. think there could be a whole podcast on its own around artificial sweeteners and natural yeah. sweeteners. And I I'm, I was probably on the same camp as you um, with my nutrition background by going, oh, I, I, whenever I do products myself, I just kind of go, right, what, what sweeteners can we put in or what sugar can be replaced here and there? But like you were mentioning, when, when you've got the likes of Stevie, yes, it can have that kind of bitterness taste, but the amount that you're putting in, is so small yes. and I think people people see one study which was probably done 20 years ago 10 years ago that was done on rats and they're kind of going oh the toxic levels of stevia or uh, sweeteners can kill you I since doing research you have to be drinking bathtubs of the stuff for it to do any any damage so I it's really great that you listen to the consumer and yeah, yeah. well stevia my husband's a herbalist so Stevia in its own right is actually a herb, so it's got yeah. benefits for bone density as well. And, um, yeah, it's it's perfect pure plant extract. So it's, um, yeah, I was very happy to use it. But I, re I remember what your question was now. It was about the retailers and where and what path we went down with the latte. So so to answer your question about that, so with the, the balsamic vinegars kind of sat in, um, in gourmet but also in some of the health food sections with the organic ones. So we basically piggybacked on existing channels as far as the distribution goes because we've got obviously distribution in each state in, in Australia. Um, but they really took off globally. So we now export the lattes to obviously New Zealand, Singapore, Hong Kong, um, uh, Canada. Oh, wow. And we started with... Um, Vietnam as well, and we do some online in Korea. So, um, yeah, so they kind of... <laughs> so, <laughs> so a broad spectrum then, that's, that's fantastic. Uh, yeah, but they definitely sit in the health food category. 
Um, And when we're looking at who our target audience, like the the segments or who we're focusing on, we broke it down to like four main groups. It's like, you know, the health nuts, Um, people like myself or you, you know, make everything from scratch. Um, Then you've got your health conscious who's like actually the bulk of the population now it's the health conscious are the ones who you know they pick up back a pack and they have a look what's in, what's in it and yeah, they might be mindful of how many beers they're having on the weekend and try and reduce that then you've got your um your experimentals like your cautious experimentals people like if you think of the typical tradie guy who will you know if he's recommended by a mate he'd, he'll yeah. go and try it if it's if it tastes good but he won't necessarily seek it on its, his own and then you've got the unawares who completely don't know, don't care, and they stick to their coffees or their cappuccinos and they're happy with that. So we, our focus was purely on the health conscious, which Fantastic. is a bigger, bigger market um, yeah, segment. And also within that as well as the people who have got actually like intolerance and so, and so forth to or people who suffer anxiety and can't have coffee because of the fact that it increases heart rates, et cetera. So, yeah, so, um, yeah, that's what we looked at. And that's, and that's fantastic. And so are you seeing your business growing or are you having to find new and exciting kind of flavors to, yeah. to grow to target kind of that consumer yeah. because I know, they, yeah. I know they like to change a lot I know that they're always after something new and exciting so what how Absolutely. do you see that well we have been working on new products for a long time now and um like I said, when we launch something, because there's so much money and time and energy involved, we want to do it once and do it right. That's always been my philosophy. And with um, the lattes, like we did such a great job with the flavor profiles of the seven that we've got. We, we've been working on another flavor for um, for probably about the last year. And to be honest with you, because I'm such a purist, um, we haven't nailed the flat. We haven't nailed it because yeah. I don't want to use anything, you know, artificial or synthetic or anything. So we haven't actually nailed it yet. Um, and partly because we've been so busy doing other things, it's not, it hasn't been a huge focus with that particular flavor because we've been so flat chat, but it is going to be launching probably by the end of this year. And so, yeah, we've managed to tweak it so that it kind of ticks my boxes and it ticks everyone's kind of, you know, the the bulk palette wise as well. That's amazing. And is it true that you're now in the podcasting world as well? What's, uh, what's your podcast about and, uh, where's that going to lead us? Yeah, so with the podcast One Body, One Life. So my my mission has always been to live to 120. So I had a great aunt who lived to 108. Fantastic. And, um, yeah, she inspired me. I mean, I only met her a few times because we lived in different states. But I remember as a kid, like, she, I really looked up to her. She was witty. She was clever. She was physically able right until 108. And that inspira- has been my inspiration. So, um, yeah, so One Body, One Life is all about looking at ways what people can incorporate into their lives to help them live longer and stronger. So I've got a heap of amazing guests on, um, which I've already done quite a few interviews already. So, um, yeah, which I'm really excited about. So just basically giving people tips and tricks on what they can do, incorporate into their daily lives, what therapies, um, you know, looking at holistic well-being basically. And, um, yeah, it's exciting. So I'm looking forward to that. Fantastic. And thank you very much for giving insight into your journey and to, to the brand and what you're about. And if someone wanted to get into contact, uh, in contact with yeah, you, how what's the absolutely. best way of doing that? Yeah, directly on the website, um, which is jamaisfinefoods.com.au. So it's J-O-M-E-I-S, finefoods.com.au. And, um, yeah, so that's the best way. And, yeah, even on Instagram or Facebook, um, yeah, or even just subscribe and you can send us through or you can jump on it. We've got info at Jamais Fine Foods as well. That's the, the email address. Um, 
Yeah, but all on, online is fine via the Amazing. website. Ah, well, thank, thank you, you, Ben. Thank you very so much. Nice. And I look forward to speaking to you and seeing you soon.